0: Welcome to today's episode of Tory 37. Today's episode is going to be called Authentically You. Now, during the pandemic, we've had to learn to tap into what we really are about, what makes us thrive, what makes us struggle, where we can grow and improve. When I created Tori 37, the point of it was to bridge the gap between the relationships that we have on the outside and how they were lacking because we were isolated. And it's grown into so much more, um, including my advocacy of mental health, which I do share a lot, both here and on my blog, because I feel that it's important. The stigma that surrounds mental illness and anxiety and any kind of disorder, mood disorder, I feel is, it's a misunderstanding from people because You obviously just assume that if somebody's like that, that they're going to show those physical symptoms like when you have an illness illness. You wouldn't be able to tell that I'm afraid of heights and that I can have a complete meltdown if I'm in an open space because of my vertigo by looking at me. You don't see that. You see? Oh, it's just Tori. She's fine experience that and trust me, you look at me pretty differently. But I feel that being transparent about that is important. Because if I'm not, I'm not being truthful. And that's not being authentic. I'm not afraid to show who I am to the world. If you like it, that's fine. If you don't, that's also fine. But I feel like a lot of people... Walk around with a mask on because they're afraid to show who they are because of the judgment of people out there and a lot of people go through tough times in life not everybody has a perfect road to anything i myself definitely have not and i have to say there's still lots of bumps in the roads for me and that's fine with me as well i'm learning to you know go with the flow as they say and while that doesn't always help people and I can kind of understand where a lot of people are just like, I want to give up. I can't do this anymore. Life is so hard. Yes, it is hard. I agree with you. I completely agree with you about life being hard. Please excuse my cat and her bell. She just, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently she'll see part of this. Um, but I have realized that when you put pour into yourself and put into yourself, you can create a better outcome for you know what may or may not be happening like I said stress with money financial aspects of everything right now is really tough really tough for people you don't know whether or not your job is safe the pandemic has caused places to shut down they open up if you're a small business owner this is a time where you're really feeling the burn and it's really hard People are getting sick. They're being exposed to people. Their families are being exposed. More and more of the people that I know personally have been affected by COVID. And it's scary. I myself has have been lucky so far because, I don't know, I must have either a really good immune system or I probably already had it last year like I always thought I did. But I think that during this time where we're looking... We're looking for, like, waving the the little white flag already. We just don't have an idea of what's ahead of us. And that's scary. And I think that definitely plays into the mental illness and anxiety and all of this roundabout ties in together. Most people who have anxiety now probably didn't have it before, or it was just, like, little hiccups along the way. Now it's, like, full-fledged where you see more and more people checking into hospitals for psychological situations than they ever have before. And that includes little kids who can't really put themselves out there as, this is how I'm feeling. They feel isolated. They don't feel like they get to play with people. They are alone. But imagine that being in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and even older, in your 70s when you relied upon the visits from your family member and you can no longer do that. That's sad, it really is. Granted, we have technology that would still allow us to FaceTime or Zoom or however you wanna put it, but it takes the human element away. The being able to touch, to hug someone. Because what if this is your last days on Earth? You, You don't get that comfort from your loved one I have never seen the amount of death and loss as I have this year. And I think that puts a lot of things into perspective about life in general. It is way too short. You want to be able to live the life that you were meant to live. And whether it's, you know, with your kids, your your spouse, your extended family, you want to be able to, you know, really have those moments. Have those memories. Build that. You want to be able to look forward to something. The holidays. Even after the holidays, when life goes back to normal quote unquote. We we want to be able to be around people and you know have that connection. I know that because I go to work every day, or most of the week that I have connections with people. I'm able to meet people that I wouldn't necessarily have met if I didn't work in that environment. I'm also introduced to people who are coming in there as patients or people who are already inpatient. And the different departments that are in the hospital in the network and you know, vendors, people from the outside who I wouldn't have normally seen being in the back part of the hospital. <coughs> Excuse me. I now see because I'm in the front, excuse me, and that's different for me, but it also helps me to see the, the makings of what life is all about. I see the beginning of life when they leave the hospital with their children, especially if they're babies, leaving for maternity and in labor and delivery, and I see the end of life when I see people come in to see their loved ones who are on CMO, I see it all. And that's almost every day. And when you see those two parallels, you really take into consideration about how you've lived your own life. I feel like I've lived my life basically to the fullest that I could to this point. There are a lot of things that I do want to accomplish And there has been a lot that I have, and I mean I set out years ago to work at a hospital and granted it took a really long time, but I accomplished it. I wanted to move up and have a leadership role there, which I accomplished within my first three years of working there, and I also wanted to experience something other than my industry that I came from, and I'm doing that currently. So I've, you know, been able to move up the ladder per se. While it's not exactly where I want to be, it's a stepping stone to what I want to accomplish. And I know that putting the best foot forward in what I'm doing and what I've accomplished so far with the meetings that I've had with higher management, I know that this is just the beginning for me. And like I've said, even if it's not there long term, I at least know that this is the start of a career that I have dreamed of for so long. And being someone who has their own business and being able to basically watch this flourish is something that I'm so proud of. I would have never done this years ago because I would have been too shy. I've always been the nervous type of person and I've never really understood why I was like that. But I feel like a lot of it has to do with not being able to be surrounded by the correct people in my life, the ones that I knew would inspire me to want more in my life. And in the past couple of years, I've been able to you know, come in contact with people who I know are, you know, looking out for my best interest. And as I've mentioned before, I've had mentors in the past where they've been able to, you know, impact my life. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, They've shaped a part of me that was lacking. And especially after my mom passed away, that was really important for me to have, you know, people in my life who... Would still have my back, even when I would fail. And while I haven't done a lot of that, there are times where you know I do still have doubts in myself, doubts in you know pushing this to the next level, making the next level adjustments that I would need to to be better for Tori 37 for Tori. Um, I've taken my first steps towards you know really putting myself out there and sharing my story not just here but on somebody else's podcast I've reached out to two different people and one is pre-recorded and the other one I'm not exactly 100% sure of how they're going to record it but I get to share my story with them too and that will be featured on one of their episodes which is something that I've been trying to do for months and obviously with the pandemic, it doesn't make it the easiest thing to do. But we'll make it happen, and I'll definitely keep you guys updated on when that's going to happen and be able to, you know, listen to what I have to say. Other than here, it's different when you're being questioned by somebody to get to share your your expertise than it is to just talk about it like I do here. I share my story because I want to inspire you to be more I want you to feel different emotions that you wouldn't have felt if you just listened to commonplace podcasts or the, I don't think that's a name of a podcast I'm just saying in general as an, as an example and if there is I apologize um but I don't want to put my opinions out there I put my my thoughts out there I want you to understand what my mindset is in life and If you know me intimately, you know what I'm really like. Um, For instance, um, this past week, um, I got sick. And I was a patient in, obviously, the hospital I work at. And it was really busy that day. And I haven't really, you know, had a, you know, front row seat to some of the things that I've been in there because I tried not to go to the hospital for illnesses since covid but obviously this was something that I couldn't help and I had to be treated. I was in a lot of pain. But it also made me realize that, again, I've put others before myself. I've forgotten to take care of myself. And me getting sick and getting run down to the point where levels of my, my blood were, were low, dangerously low, is not what I need to do in my life. I was, again, you know, running on empty, pouring from that empty cup, and I need to really step back sometimes and figure out, you know, this is what you're meant to do, but you also have to take complete care of yourself. I can't sit here and preach about self-care if I'm not doing it myself, right? Exactly. Um, <clears throat> my friend Steph is a tech there, and, you know, she saw me in my most vulnerable state I was sitting there crying because I was in so much pain, and there was a lot, like I said, going on at that day. And those things were obviously going to take precedent to what was going on with me. It's not like I was dying or critical. So I kind of understood where that was coming from. It was just the more or less like the discomfort was just too much. And she had written to me later that night and she said she felt bad because I was in the hallway. Everyone else was in rooms, but most of those rooms were COVID. So that's something that I didn't want to get exposed to, obviously. Um, And she just felt bad that I had to go back to work so soon. But I've done that before. I know my body well enough to know when I can't accomplish something. And that was one of those days. And she made me feel comfortable in that kind of situation where even though I was crying, even though I was in pain, I knew that she and the other people who worked there were going to take care of me. They didn't let me down. And they made sure I felt, you know, loved in the most way that they could possibly do. And it was like, when I was getting my chest x-ray, um, one of the people who works there, I think his name is Paul, not 100%, um, but he's somebody that when I used to work down in the cafeteria, I would talk to, and a lot of them I used to talk to a lot. That's how I know most people there. Um, and he said, you know what? no matter what, never change who you are. You're a good soul. You're a good person. And that's why people appreciate you and gravitate towards you. Because you're a nice person. And that made me feel good to know that I made a difference. Even if I just had conversations with them. I would listen to their problems and I would you know, give my feedback occasionally. And sometimes I would just not say anything at all. But I always, before the whole mask thing, I would smile. You could see my smile and you could still see my smile even with my eyes. So, I mean, to me, that made me feel good. And it's been a couple of things recently that made me feel like maybe what I've been doing all along was what I was meant to do. Um, I had run into someone from a different department well, again I was somebody I had conversations with multiple times and he had gotten laid off both him and his wife they were furloughed and they both got brought back probably like a couple months ago and we were standing there talking in the calf and waiting for our food and everything and you know I was like oh it's good to see you he's like yeah good to see you too and he walked away and when I went to go pay for my food uh the cashier said to me your food's all set he paid for it And I caught up to him and I said, you know, thank you for doing that. And he's like, no, thank you for always being so kind to me for all the years that you've been here. You've always been really, really nice. And you don't know how much that means to people. And to me, that was like, people did see me for what I was. They didn't just see me as the girl who was standing there. And that was something that I've always tried to, like, bring forth Um, during the time I was there. I didn't want to just be known as... You know the team lead, or you know the cashier, or whatever I was doing at the moment. I wanted to be known as Tori. I wanted people to see me for what I was on the outside. I have a good heart, and sometimes that's gotten me hurt a lot of times, especially there. Uh, I don't know. Different kind of circumstances happen, and you know I don't I don't hold grudges. You you learn to forgive in life because. Why hold on to it it's it's not worth it it just it's going to cause you difficulties and it blocks your blessings and blocks any kind of progress you can make in your life so i've definitely learned to let go of a lot of things and as i try to progress further in my career there i've learned that the mistakes i've made along the way are the ones that have helped re-correct and redirect me to what i needed to be I would never be in the position that I was in currently if it wasn't for what happened with my hands. Now, that was a painful experience for me and it was also something that really led me to soul search about what I was really doing. Was I happy in my role? Absolutely not. Was it time for me to move on? Yes. Did people see that? Probably not. But I was trying to better myself, and everybody was just feeling good being complacent. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. You do what you have to do for your life you and your family. But I was ready to make that leap outside of the comfort zone, to leave the little pond. I needed it for myself. My mental health was definitely suffering, and that's not something that I feel has been hidden from anyone. I had a lot of panic attacks when I was in that department. And while I don't think it's like completely part of the problem, I think that it had a lot to do with my stress level. And I've learned that, you know, no matter what position you hold in the hospital, or anywhere, you're always gonna have stress. It's not always gonna go away just because you leave the situation. It just, obviously, it's not flared up as much. And while the whole hospital itself has gone through a lot of changes, I during this pandemic, anxiety is something that is something <laughs> that is something <laughs> there that is very much still highlighted. And that's why I made the proposal that I did. And while the pandemic makes it not so feasible right now to me in person to do that I at least know that's on something on the front burner which will be a part of you know the agenda going forward and I know that makes me a stronger person and a stronger employee to have put my thoughts out there I don't think that anything that goes on anywhere right now is fair But I want to be able to level the playing field, where I work at least. And that's hard because one person can't change the world. But you can change your circumstances. And I want to be able to be a better version of myself going forward. In 2021, I would like to accomplish a lot more, um, especially career-wise. I want to be able to finally put myself into a career that I know I can thrive in. I'm good with people. I'm good with computers. I love to write. Um, But there is a, a place that, a place in the world that does have a part of my heart. When my mom was alive, she suffered from a lot of strokes. A lot of setbacks. And rehab is where she spent a lot of her time. Both cardiac and regular, like occupational therapy. Now that's something that, you know, I've always kind of like looked at. But I was more focused at that time when my mom was still alive on being a nurse. But since that's kind of something that I don't feel 100% confident in, like going forward trying to do. Occupational therapy is something that I know that I would be good at. So, I'm trying to take the first steps that I need to to kind of get into that. And I know people who have gone into that field and been very successful. So I know that it's possible. Even if it's starting from the bottom of the ladder. Bottom of the ladder, obviously, is like, you know, working in a rehab type situation. And that's something that, you know, the hospital has a couple of postings and stuff like that to do I mean one of them is like per diem and I mean I kinda could do it but we'll see I'm looking forward to different opportunities something outside of myself and that I watched my mom go from someone who couldn't walk to someone who could fully walk and cook her own meals at the end of each of her rehab stints. And I could never thank those people enough. That's both where I work and the nursing home that she was at, for the progress that she was able to make. To me, that meant that she could be, she could function, she could do her ADLs. You know, that was something that, you know, they didn't push her to do, but they helped. And I want to be able to do the same for someone else's loved one. While my dream of being a hospice nurse will probably forever take a backseat, I know there are places in the hospital that I can still contribute to. And I want to be that person. I want to be that light that helps your parent, that helps your your brother, your sister, your loved one. I want to make a difference in people's lives. I know that I. There's a small part of what I do now that does, but I know that there is also something more educational-wise that I could do to make this a reality for me. And I'll do whatever I can to make that happen because I don't give up, I don't give up. Setbacks happen, life changes happen. To me I'm gonna keep pushing forward keep wishing and doing more being me being the one that smiles being the one that you know still has her moments of what the fuck <laughs> and just knowing that there's so much more out there for me that I can just it's within my fingertips I know. I'm going back to the whole, you know, universe. If you kind of put out to what you want to the universe, it will come true. It doesn't always happen overnight. It is a work in progress. I am a work in progress. But I know that in time and training, I can make that happen. And it only takes one foot into the door to make that a reality, and I've been lucky to have a great support system of friends. Both steps, um, they're both really great people um, who have inspired me to be more. Because the people who you spoke to when you were a little person in totem pole, who worked themselves up to the big part of the totem pole, are the ones that are gonna, still going to speak to you, and they're going to tell you. Your dreams aren't too small. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Don't be afraid to apply for that job. Don't be afraid to have that interview. And even if you don't get it, keep going. Keep going, you can't give up. I think there's been, out of the jobs that I've applied for, even when I started, I think there's maybe two that I didn't get. But there was a reason for it. If I had gotten jobs or positions that I applied for previous to doing what I'm doing now, I don't think that I would be able to <clears throat> been introduced to the, the doveliness of the world. The people who have made such a great impact on my life. You don't know what you're meant for in life. Because you don't know what's going to be thrown into your path. And Dovalina is my boss's uh, executive assistant. My boss is Kelly. Um, She's a nurse, too. And she teaches. And being spoken to like, like you're someone's equal is so important to me respect from somebody and just knowing that they have your back and they hear you and they support your dreams I share um, the things that I write with certain people in my life um, or even here where I kind of offhandedly dedicate episodes to people, if you read between the lines people know who they are and she's like Like an aunt slash grandma type person where you feel safe in her space and she she makes you feel like her belief with what I had shared and helping me to correct some of the mistakes I made, may gave me the confidence to go forward with that, to speak about that, to use my voice. And with every story that she shares with me, she continues to help me use my voice. So I'm very thankful to you, Doby. You're very special to me. <sighs> um, but when the time comes for whatever the tenure of this job is, I know that I have the backing of people who have seen me at my highest, at my lowest at times, and know that they'll push me, gentle pushes, to get to the point where I just need to be in general. Never be afraid. Always take the little hiccups along the way and the changes and the uncertainty and use that as guiding points to where you need to be. Your belief in yourself, the authenticity of yourself, is what speaks for you. It speaks volumes. People see it, people hear it. Never forget that. Be your own beacon of truth. Spread the light that you have in your heart. Share the gifts that you have been given that's so important during these dark times. Bring out whatever it is that makes you you and shine on. Take care.